Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 133 of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. Of course, my name is Caleb Baldwin. Follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. That's I am Caleb, and then another B. Follow my TikTok at RaisingCabes, by the way. I don't post anything. I'm a lurker, but, you know, cool stuff anyway. Follow me there. Get those numbers up. Uh, also, friend, co-host, producer, Eddie Cornelison. Follow him on Twitter at E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Follow the show at E-C underscore hero and our Instagram, E-C HeroCast. Eddie posts on there quite often. And, Eddie, it is Thursday, October 27, approximately 4.47 p.m. Central Daylight Time. How are you on this lovely Thursday afternoon, sir? I'm conflicted right now. There's a shipment of PlayStation 5s that came into a nearby Walmart, and uh, I don't know. I'm very busy now. But I wouldn't if, have time to play it, but at the same time, it's like they, if they're very not common. <laughs> I'm going to say this. If you can comfortably, because it's what, $500? Yeah. If it's an expenditure that you can afford, and you're not going to have to like pinch pennies the rest of the month or the rest of the pay period or whatever, and it's something that you want, go ahead. You, I assume you've been busting your ass all year, right? I have. It's Like I said, if I bought it now, I'd be afraid I wouldn't even be able to play it anytime soon, which mm. would, that would kind of sting, but... Uh... At the same time, like I said, I plan on getting one. Yeah. So, well, and, and it's right. not, again, it's not like they're common. This is, it's well known that they're hard to find, but I don't know. I'm debating. I haven't decided yet. I say go ahead and grab it. You know, man, you can afford it. And you, if you can honestly afford it, then yeah, go ahead. The only thing stopping you is you. Yeah, I know, but it's just. Such a or, waste to buy something for five hundred dollars and then just let it sit there because I can't use it. But okay, you know, at the same time, it, I could be an investment in the future. At the same time, because I will, I will get one. But you know, when I want one, maybe they will they'll be sold out again. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Are they? Are they? I, you have this problem in it, Oklahoma. I'm assuming it's the same everywhere. But I'm just wondering. Um. I mean, we get them every now and again. I just can't justify making a $500 purchase, right? No, no, it's expensive. I'm not, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I would say if you if you want to spend $500 on something you're going to use, you go to the gym, what, four or five times a week, three times a week? Yeah. Start taking HGH, man. <laughs> No, I'm not joking, dude. Get 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 yoked. Almost swore. No, I'd like to be clean, just like uh, just like Aaron Judge. I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to test Juice, dirty. A juiceless Judge, the coward. Well, <laughs> he's got more home runs than anyone who did it who did it uh, cleanly. Fair enough. Either way. Uh, let's see here. What were you doing around August 7 of 12? By the way, I asked you how you were doing. That, that was an easy, that was a layup for a segue for what we're reviewing. Ah, well, I'm, I was fantastic. Were you, were you doing fantastic for 2015? 
No. I was being promoted at work back to the job I originally had when I started at Goliath Bank. So I don't even know if that's really a promotion, but it got me off the phones. Oh, speaking of phones, potential spam. No, thank you. Uh, but it got me off the phones, so that was good. Yeah. That's good, man. Uh, August 2015, I couldn't tell you what I was doing, man. I'll be honest with you. Plugging away at old uh, unnamed uh, retailer. Hmm. Have I managed to kayfabe my job on this podcast the entire time? I think so. Or you can just sub in a pretend name like I did with Goliath Bank. I'll, I'll, if well, I like, here's my, here's my rule. If I liked the job, like at Discover, I will name drop it. I won't mm-hmm. name drop my current job, even though I do like it. But uh, yeah. But if I didn't like the job, I will disguise the name like Goliath Bank. Well, here, here's the thing. Unnamed retailer is also my current job, so whatever my stance is on that doesn't necessarily matter. I don't want to out myself. Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> the people person's paper people. Yep, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, cool stuff. I was in the electronics area of a particular store at the time, and I would stay there for about – I'd been through a year, and I would go through about five more before I left that area, so that that was cool, I guess. Pardon me, the cough has returned. Well, I edited it off of last week, so. Yeah, I want it, I want it, you shouldn't edit art, come on now. No one wants to hear you cough in their ears. Why not? Some people might. No. Podcast is all about audio quality. They don't want to hear your mic breaking apart, they don't want to hear you coughing. Let's not kink shame, okay? It's not a kink. There might be some people. There might be some people that are into that kind of shit, and you're you're just judging them. Well, then they can message you on your TikTok. Yes, on my TikTok, and I'll send them my progress pictures, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, he's so ripped." Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then I'll be like, "No, that's not me. That's that that face is an emoji. That's clearly not me." Even though that person wears the same Apple Watch and wristband and whatever. Anyway. Anyway. All asides put aside. Number one song by Digital Download on August 7, 2015. Cheerleader by Omi. Pardon me, that cough was almost trying to come back there. And never heard this. I know it was popular for a summer, obviously. I think it was on the charts for two weeks, so didn't stick around. We haven't heard much of Omi in the past seven years. So, in fact, the artist I most remember from this timeline would have been Fetty Wap, if you remember Fetty Wap. Uh, I've heard the name. I don't know any songs by them or Omi. I don't never heard of Omi I until will, now. I'll send you some Fetty Wap. He, in my opinion, was not good, but I have a couple of friends who love some of his songs for some reason. What was uh, Yee up to in 2015? Old Con Yeezy? <laughs> uh, that would have been... Well, I think this was pre-Adidas deal, so... Yeah, he lost it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I... I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking about that last night. I still can't believe that I... The, the horrible timing that I used one of his songs. That, yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. I was uh, actually listening... Hero Six podcast uh, a couple nights ago, and then was it stronger that you used? Yeah, 
By the way, that was from graduation, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay, uh, that, one of his better songs and one of his better albums as well, quite frankly. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna go back and be like, actually, he was a bad musician, but no, no, he's just yeah, a dude, bad person. Screw it, <laughs> dude. I listen to R. Kelly still, and I have no shame in that. I watch Chris Benoit matches. You wanna know why? I can separate art and artist. It's not, yeah, you know. But I'm not gonna be using Kanye anymore. <laughs> I understand. That was, that was just tell. a uh, bad luck, and uh, yeah, that's fine. It's hard. I understand. Here's the thing: it's hard. I, like I could have changed it out at the night I edited it or uploaded it, but it's it's. I'd have to start over editing, and I just didn't want to. I mean, this is no, can... like it's fine, but uh, yeah, I won't use them anymore. But <laughs> it's just, I'm just thinking about it last night. I'm like, God, what what are the odds? <laughs> Well, it's the same – look, I hate to be – because I know it's a very serious subject for a lot of people. But it's the same level of coincidence of the RoboCop episode coming out like the week after George Floyd got murdered. That's true. I would like to think – I would what? like to think of happier coincidences like Crow being on the Halloween. Yeah. Or uh, Ant-Man doing that last week and the trailer also dropping last week, which, by the way, I can't – I mentioned last week. I'm like, Dude. I'm glad I rewatched this because I'll, I completely forgot a lot of the stuff. I completely forgot that Sweet. Hope's mom comes back in the second one, and I was like, spoilers. Oh, I might see her in the third one and not remember who she is. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah, but that, I mean that was a, a pretty well. It's not a spoiler because the trailer already dropped, but that was a uh, that was quite a coincidence too. I mean the the new trailer looked pretty good. Yeah. We'll get to it uh, in a little over a year. Yeah. By the way, speaking of trailers, of course, the actor playing Kang is also playing the bad guy in Creed 3, and he is freaking jacked. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like, the man is on some sort of something. He may be on HGH. We don't know. Who's playing the good guy in Creed? Uh, It's Killmonger. And what else was he in? Fantastic Four! How about that? Yeah, love to see it. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. man. Oh, by the way, uh, champions in wrestling at the time, WWE side, Seth Rollins, WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Finn Balor, the NXT Champion, EC3, still your TNA World Heavyweight Champion, and Jay Lethal, your ROH World Champion. Those are your champions in the summer of 2015. What kind of history do you have with this movie, Ed? I have none because I remember it got terrible reviews and I did not see it. I heard it was boring up until the end. And then when I rewatched it, I remembered that it was boring up until the end. In fact, I remember I had to go back and look it up. I remember there was some controversy with a tweet from the director. Yes. This is not the right site. I had to look up what the tweet was. Let's see. Here it is. So the director tweeted, uh, since deleted, a year ago I had a fantastic version of this, and it would have received great reviews. You'll probably never see it. That's reality, though. I don't know if he did have a fantastic... Maybe he had a fantastic vision of it, but uh, I can't imagine there was any... I mean, this is well, this is straight back. To, this is straight burn everything and start over. Like we're not 
He's look, yeah. There's Sully. a reason you have huh. not seen the name Josh Trank pop up, and pardon me that you are not going to see the name Josh Trank pop Sully. up again on the Hero Cast. Like he effectively kind of blackballed himself. Well, yeah, uh, he pulled a Billy Eichner, and uh, he's probably not going to be a, a, a director anymore. But, I mean, sometimes in Hollywood you get one one at-bat, and if you don't hit a home run, then you're sent to the minors forever. Mm, yeah. But yes, I remember that there was a tweet that caused all kinds of controversy, where the director just buried the movie before it came out, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Would be By it. the way, we want to talk about awards. There's one positive award here. BET Award Best Actor, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, I mean, sure. <laughs> that was also apparently he also won the award for Creed. So I feel like that probably did the heavy lifting, I would assume. Oh, I'm, was it like is it like it wasn't movie specific then. It was just like who was the best like black actor of the year in the year i assume um, well yeah. then yeah I, I could see creed this he okay yeah uh but yeah it won a, worst, it won a few bad awards it did it did worst director josh trank won the golden raspberry worst picture and worst prequel remake ripoff or sequel yes i i looked at what beat it that's Vaughn's name is attached to this by the way who Matthew Vaughn, the kick-ass guy? No, oh, yeah. Kingsman? That's too bad. That is too bad, honestly. I looked to see who... Because it was nominated for Worst Screen Combo with all four of them. Yeah. It lost to yeah. Jamie Dornan and Dakota Johnson of Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> which I've never seen, yes. but uh, I'm sure it's not uh, very I good. Understand, I understand the, um, the movie version of those books to basically be softcore porn. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, wore, it it was nominated for worst screenplay, but lost also to Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm, more like more like Fifty Shades of Mid. Ha! Ah, I got him. Uh huh. That was good. But yeah, one. Uh, these are random. St. Louis Gateway Film Critics Association Awards of worst film. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have my own award ceremony and be like, Caleb Baldwin's Award Association. The, the uh, Golden, all, it all won the uh, uh, Worst Movie of the Year and Biggest Disappointment of the Year from the Golden Schmoes. I don't even know if they still do that. I, I enjoyed watching them, but I don't think they do that anymore. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I, if they do, I just, I don't know. I've looked and I haven't seen it. I mean, I'm just scrolling now. Anyway, um, you already did Champions. I guess what is Facts and Figures? Yeah, Facts and Figures. Ah, oh, this turned a profit, barely. Okay, I guess, cool, cool. I, I guess they do uh, They do have awards. So then I don't know where the hell they put them because I don't see them on YouTube anymore. Um, hmm. No, this did not pull in a profit. Because I got the marketing budget for, uh, I think, the second only time. It was, uh, the budget was $155 million, But with the marketing, $200 million, Box office, $167.9 million. Now, I will be gracious, and I will put it 
in the profit list because we don't incorporate marketing, but we all understand Zach. marketing is into this. So any any movie that's like barely hanging on to a profit, we can all safely assume lost money. But since I don't yeah. have the pro, I've only had the profits for this one and what was it, uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, and um, yeah. Yeah, I wish I had the pro- the marketing budget for for all of those. That way, we would have a more accurate list, but we don't. As a result, it's twelve point nine million in air quotes profit, sixteen point one in <laughs> inflation. So, like yeah. I said, you can assume it. I mean, we we don't have to assume. We know it lost money, and it puts it at ninety uh, first on the list, right yes. below Electra. Terrible movie, right above Push. Terrible movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. How about uh, what? What? What are the critics thinking? Oof. Rough. Critics nine percent. Fans. Ooh. This is where you'd think that maybe they'd be generous. No. Eighteen percent. Oh man. That's brutal. Okay. Brutal. Wow, apparently I <laughs> apparently I'm being very charitable this week. I will say that much. Uh, maybe. Uh yeah, yeah, so cast, I mean there's like it's a small cast. <laughs> it is. Uh Okay, let's talk about I don't blame Miles Teller. He got a bad script. I don't blame any of these people. They're all good actors, but uh, it's hard to work with this material. At the same time, I just got the sense, and I could be wrong, but I got the sense that Miles Teller didn't care. No, he definitely didn't. He was holding out for the role of uh, Goose Jr. In six years? mm Mm-hmm. But... uh, yeah. Was this, let me take a look. This was either before or I mean, well, that's stupid. I'm trying to figure out if this was before or after Whiplash. This was after Whiplash. Yeah. What the hell? I don't know. But uh, yeah, Miles Teller. Uh, I mean, he looked the part, I suppose. This would be my critic. Crit- Sorry, critique with everybody in this movie, but we didn't really get to see them do much. Like, I didn't see no. him really use his powers all that much. You did. Like, you saw it for 15 seconds. Yeah, he... You he, saw it for 15 seconds, and I'm going to say it, you saw how valuable Reed Richards can be in combat. You saw more of that in that 15 seconds than you did in either of the 2005 or 2007 films. I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> Man, I, the guy was contorting his body to avoid bullets. Like, what What else? Like, what more do you need? I, I guess. I don't know. But that was it. Like, that's all he did. I, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it cleared a low bar in that regard. I guess. I don't know. I. That was... I don't know. He just did, didn't do much for me. It was... I mean, don't get me wrong, he's no Yoan Griffith, but hardly anyone is, man, except Aaron Taylor Johnson. What about Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm? Yeah, Michael B. Boring, <laughs> am I right, fellas? <laughs> um, 
I don't know. He he certainly like there's going to be a theme here. He put a lot more effort into his role in Creed. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. I I'm try- I honestly don't even I remember him turning into the Human Torch. I don't remember him actually doing anything as Human Torch. Um yeah. <laughs> he said flame on. He he did. Uh Kate Mara, Sue Storm, uh she was better in Zoom. Oof, brutal. <laughs> um Bruh, I, I don't what know. Was with that wig? What was with that wig? Trying to be smart. I don't know. That wig was awful. Like that was samurai cop levels of bad prop work. What are you doing here? Oh. And that's not on her. But and, and can we talk about the the chemistry with her and Miles Teller? Like what chemistry? It, th- this was this makes I hunch look like um <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. Yeah, like yeah, this, this, well. this makes I Hunch look like the banter between uh, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, which I actually, it which I enjoyed. Like, no, it makes it look like Tom Cruise and Renee Zellweger and Jerry Maguire. Yeah, I mean, this is like, <laughs> oh, you, uh, you, you like music? Yeah. Yes, Reed Richards. She likes. Who doesn't like music? Like that's like, oh, yeah. is music kind of your thing? Like. What kind of lines are these? I get it. He doesn't have experience talking to women, but like, that's your line. You like music. And yeah. Then her response is, "Well, music is just patterns. Everything is a pattern." And then she's basically distra- describing like a DJ building up a beat, and then he finally drops it. Like, then the pattern repeats itself, and then over and over, and we anticipate the pattern to drop. And it's like, oh my god, is this? Wow, you they, made music they, boring. Yeah, is this like? Are we seriously, like, dissecting what music is? Like, why don't you ask who she's listening to? What a novel idea. But, and then, yeah. yeah. And the fact that two men are after her, I don't buy that for a second. Like, her personality is way too boring. Why would any man be after her? Uh, she's hot. I guess. Speaking I'm going to of... say this is, no, 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 like, no, no, that's a real thing. Women can have cardboard personalities if they're cute as hell. I guess. I'm just saying. It worked for uh, Jeff Garcia's wife. What? The Diva Search. The the OG Diva Search, man. Who did Jeff Garcia get married to? The runner-up. Not Christy. Uh, uh, I thought... Who was the runner-up in that one? Well, she's married to Jeff Garcia. Yeah, but didn't most of that first season get signed? Uh, she did. She did a match with Christy Hemi, and it was uh, a, 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 a terror. And uh, oh, it's a woman, Carmella, but not that Carmella. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But she was boring. But she uh, advanced all the way to the end because she was hot. That's how it goes, man. Anyway, speaking of the other man, Toby Kebble, Keeble. As Victor Von Doom. Who cares? I'll say this. Toby Kebble. I'm going to say something nice about the movie. I thought they got Doom's powers pretty good. Better than the original Fantastic Four movies. Now, don't get me wrong. He looks like a burn victim. Like, he looks terrible. Yes. Like, it it was terrible the way he looked. But... 
Doom is if I had if I if I had to take um popularity into account, popularity slash powers, I would put Doom on like the Mount Rushmore of Marvel big time villains. He'd be up there with Thanos and Apocalypse and um I don't know. Um maybe Magneto or um Let's see who's another. Oh, maybe oh Kang, probably Kang now because he's getting to be popular. But he's he's up there, and in Secret Wars he even rips out uh, Thanos' spine. It's pretty cool, or his skeleton, whichever. But uh, it's pretty neat. So he's he is legit one of the strongest. So I thought that came across okay in this. I mean he was doing the the head popper gimmick from the boys. That was nice to see. He then kind of stopped doing that once he battled the Fantastic Four, but it wasn't, you know, when he escaped from the lab, I thought, you know, it was kind of cool how he had these really super strong powers. And I was like, okay, he looks terrible, but at least the powers are not so bad. He's blowing up people's heads. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, and then the motivation for turning evil was like, I don't know, it just came out of nowhere, but... uh it was basically, I adopted this new home, and you guys are going to wreck it like you wrecked Earth. It's like, okay, but yeah. nobody lives in your home. <laughs> I mean, he did. I guess he was, I guess he wanted to, I guess he wanted to build that into a world. Dude, he literally just wanted to be left alone. Yeah, he wanted to build that into his own world, which I guess is like the movie's yeah. way of saying, like, see, it's kind of like Secret Wars. It's like, uh, I guess, but... Without the yeah. war, <laughs> it was really yeah. just him building a world, but which we never got to it was see. More like a, it was more like a battle and a very short battle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who'd we miss? Hey, oh. apparently he was also in a. Hey, apparently he was also in a Black Mirror episode in 2011, like a first season Black Mirror episode mm-hmm. called "The Entire History of You," and I don't remember that episode for some reason. I do. Because mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about it today. It's where you install contacts in your eyes that record your entire life so you can go back and relive moments. Uh, Mm. And I was thinking about that today because there was a tweet that I remember seeing that I wanted to bump up because I thought it would be funny. Um, It was... uh, So it was like... What was it? It was way back in, like, March or something. The tweet was like, this blue check mark loser blogger. He's like, calm down, everyone. Elon Musk is not buying Twitter. And then in July, <laughs> when it looked like he might not, he smugly was like, time to bump up this tweet, I guess. And uh, of course, if you, you know, he, he now owns it and will tomorrow, uh, barring something catastrophic. But uh, I was like, man, I wish yeah. I knew who tweeted that. Cause, uh, I just I don't I don't care about the politics. I just love seeing blue check marks get dunked on because they're they're the worst they're the worst kind of people. Like these bloggers who no one's ever heard of that have twelve thousand followers that don't contribute anything to society. Yeah. Hey, real quick, shout out Tim Blake Nelson also in this film, and he's from Oklahoma, and he's in one of my favorite comedies, the Coen Brothers film called Oh Brother Where Art Thou. That is a good one. It is, man. It is. He was, uh, he couldn't find Reed Richards and he thought he was a toad. Well, 
Um, <laughs> that's true. Cool. <laughs> what cool, about cool. uh? Do we want to talk about uh, Reginald Kathy as uh, Doctor Franklin Storm? His uh, second appearance on the podcast. What was his first? The mask. <laughs> I don't remember him in the mask. Well, he died in it. Okay. A lot of people died in the mask. Well, he was one of them. Uh, oh, yeah. we forgot. Ben Grimm, Jamie Bell as the thing. Yeah, so did the movie. <laughs> I mean, at least we got to see him do something cool, even though it was on, like, a TV that someone else was watching. It's like, ooh, look yeah. at him tear up these tanks. Wouldn't that be cool to watch? Too bad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So he was cool for, like, a minute. No, no, no that's too much credit. Like, ten seconds. Um, and then he didn't wear underwear, which was kind of weird. Hey, good for him. He got married to Kate Mara two years later. Jamie Bell. Yeah. I wonder if they met on this movie. I mean, one could assume. Oh, well, at least something good came from it. Yeah. Alright, let's get into the plot. Let's get her done. So we open in a school in 2007, and Reed Richards is a young kid in public school. And who's his teacher? <laughs> Homer Simpson. <laughs> it's Homer Simpson! <laughs> Dan Castellaneta, what for? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I love it. But uh, he's basically a young Sheldon here. Yeah. Even though young Sheldon goes to college in the show. I don't watch it, but it's on at the gym a lot. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, I don't, uh, he's in public school, which seems odd, but whatever. And... He, they're doing the whole, like, what do you want to be when you grow up thing. And he's like, well, I want to invent the first teleporter. And he's like, I'm barely close right now. And the teacher just is like, give up on your dreams. <laughs> yeah, you need to cut it out. Get your head out of the clouds, boy. Yeah. Work as a nuclear safety inspector. Yes. Uh, then we meet uh, young Ben, who works at a junkyard, and his family are dicks to him. I did love that before his brother beat him up, he yells like it's clobbering time. <laughs> like, yes, dude. Yeah, I was like, that's a good origin story. <laughs> yeah, I say this from the time that my family abused me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Reed and Banner. But it's, it's a cycle. It's a cycle because, like, he gets it from his brother, who gets it from his mom, who probably gets it from her husband. I would assume. I guess, but uh, they work in a junkyard, and uh, uh, Reed shows up, and he needs something from the junkyard that Ben gives him to work on his teleporter. They go back. Scrap metal. Yeah, something like that. And they go back to his place. Which, by the way, his his teleporter. Speaking of video game systems, was like powered by like ten Nintendo sixty fours. What the hell was that? Yeah, it, <laughs> it was a metric ass load of N sixty fours. Yeah. Like, Okay, teleporting cannot ever happen. But if it could, I'm positive a Nintendo 64 would not be in the equation. I don't know, man. Sometimes you just need to fire up No Mercy. I don't know. 
Well, they fire it up and it works, kind of, but they don't know where the object is being sent to. Which, again, is strange. It's like, if you were to teleport something, wouldn't you need two teleporters uh, for it to go somewhere else? Instead, it just randomly sh- yes. goes somewhere on the world. Not only that, yeah, wouldn't you need a point B that you that you know of? Apparently not. Hmm. And I know I said I didn't watch it. Well, I said I didn't watch Young Sheldon. I do remember specifically one line from, like, I did have a, I, I watched, I don't know, one, uh, two or three seasons of uh, Big Bang Theory. I didn't, yeah. I mean, it was fine, but. Uh, I, Stop trying know. to be too cool for the, you liked it, don't have any shame. Well, I didn't like, I mean, it, it was fine. It's just like if I, like, I didn't hate it, but it's like. <laughs> I I, oh my god! Uh, <laughs> you love the Big Bang Theory and you don't want to admit it, don't you? No, because I never finished it. But okay. when you're dating a girl, you know you you do things. But yeah. Um, and then we when we stop seeing each other, it's like okay, I don't have to watch this anymore. But I didn't object to it, if that makes any sense. But it wasn't like okay. oh man, I I have to see this now, even though we broke up. But anyway. Uh, one of the things I always thought was funny is he says, you, nothing ever gets teleported. You are destroyed in one location and reassembled in another location. I just thought that was funny. Just, I guess it's kind of true, unless you factor in wormholes. But this teleporter didn't have any of that. It was just like it moves an object somewhere in the world. <laughs> yeah, and then it comes back a little later. Well, seven years later, at a high school science fair, Reed demonstrates it, and even though the backboard shatters from, like, the supersonic waves, uh, Homer Simpson's not impressed. And he's like, you just, you're just disqualified, no. and you fail. He's like, this, yeah. It's like, what broke the backboard, dude? Like, okay, you might call yeah. it a magic trick, but what, how do you explain the backboard? <laughs> yeah, in the uh, director's cut, he grabs Miles Teller by the throat, and he says, why, you little... Well, that's the end of Homer Simpson, but uh, Dr. Storm and his daughter are there. It's, okay. So Doc, his adopted daughter. Yeah, Franklin Storm is putting together, like, this team of prodigy, you know, young prodigies in science, which, okay. But he's scouting a high school science fair at a public high school? I don't. Yes. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, they're impressed with it, and he's like, ah, we work for the Baxter Foundation, and, um... I'm just gonna say this, there is such a thing as bad scouting. I guess. I'm just saying. Well, he's like, uh, you know, we were working on something similar, but looks like you've perfected it. Because he, he, he brings the thing back, and it's, like, covered in sand. He's like, oh, this could be sand from China or Egypt or whatever, and it's like... Or you could just have a, you could just put two teleporters right next to each other and move it over across the room, but whatever. Anyway, they're impressed. They offer him a full ride scholarship and a job, and he takes it. So. And uh, Ben Grimm stays behind. Mm-hmm. So then here's where Reed tries to hit on Sue with about music. It goes terribly. Actually, it doesn't, which is weird. But. Yes. Um. 
and uh, you see Doctor Storm in a board meeting, and apparently this Baxter Lab, as I said, a bunch of child prodigies, they're doing research, and it's research on this other dimension that exists parallel to Earth, and it might have some energy sources or something. But they're like, oh, I see Victor Von Doom is on this list, which, uh, by the way, it's that's a it's a bad name. I know that's his name, but it's gonna be tough for Disney to work around that. I, I, I that can't be his name in the actual movie. I hope they they could call him Victor Von D's, maybe. No. Okay. So he's like, well, I want Victor on the team because he's, uh, you know, he's tough to manage. He burned down our servers, but he is very smart. <laughs> he's a wild card. Yeah. And he visits Doom, who's like, looks like a computer hacker. And he's like, oh, I don't want to help you out. But then he's like, will Sue be there? And then he, of course, changes his mind. Yeah. And he's looking all haggard. He's got his hair grown out. and Yeah. He's <laughs> crappy beard and so mr storm's like dude clean up so reed meets doom and they learn that their end goal will be joining going into this other dimension themselves we cut to johnny storm who's a street racer who crashes and dr Mm -hmm. storm picks him up at the hospital and tells him that you'll be working for me now to pay off that car which uh a little strange but okay I, Sully, yeah. But, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's it's one way to get Johnny Storm involved in the plot. Yeah, I mean, it's like we have to make it so that he's smart, but also loves being uh, cool. You know, yeah, cool and into extreme sports and all that. But I, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so re- just have him bang. No, that's what Chris Evans did. Although I guess it's better than what they do with Ben later. But so Reed and Sue flirt more as they finish the machine. They fire it up. They're about to fire it up, and Reed's like, "I'm gonna go take a nap." <laughs> like you're not even gonna see your machine you've been working on start for the first time. Nah, dude, I'm tired. I was envious of him at this point. Anyway, they bring in these uh, these big wigs. I think this is what Doctor Harvey. That was your guy, the Oklahoma person. Yeah, Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. So he's one of them, Dr. Harvey. And uh, they they hook up a, a monkey to the machine. They teleport him to the other dimension. Looks like a primitive Earth, but it's got, like, green energy from the surface. They bring it back. And then Dr. Harvey tells him, all right, well, we're going to go and give this to NASA. You guys did great. And we're going to send actual people there. And they say, well, like Doom and Reed and everybody, they're hey, like, well, we're, we hey, want to go. Yeah. And uh, they're like, no. <laughs> to be fair to Tim Blake Nelson and company, what impression did they give that they weren't going to commandeer this, you know? I guess. I don't know. To me, anytime the government gets involved in anything, you just assume, like, they're getting their grubby hands all over it. Like whatever involvement you have, it's going to become limited. Also, these are like college age kids. Why would they think they're the ones that are going to go to this new dimension? Why wouldn't they send like astronauts? Yes. 
Exactly. And I know they bring it up in the movie, but, like, the people that made the space shuttle that sent Neil Armstrong to the moon, they weren't like, what, what do you mean we don't get to go? It's like, you should yeah. know that. But, yeah, and that's the very next scene, actually, is Doom's like, oh, nobody knows who invented the uh, the rocket that Neil Armstrong went into. Which I actually looked it up. It was built by a team of scientists, which this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't designed. He makes it sound like it was built by one person, like like Einstein. Yeah. You know, like oh, one man invented the rocket. Like no, it was a the rocket was actually invented by a team of Soviet science uh, scientific engineers, and then the space shuttle was invented by American engineers, like a team. Yeah. Multiple people. Yep. Like, there's not one person that's credited with, like, hey, I came up with the rocket. Like, no. Yeah. No. Anyway, they decide they're going to do the mission tonight. And Reed's like, well, I got to call Ben. Bring him along for some reason. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, it's like, I can't do it without him. Like, there's you, some half-cocks, like, you actually you could do it with without him. He's like, yeah, you, have, you helped me with the teleporter early on, so you have to be here now. Like, no, nah, Ben's living his life. Like, Dude's going to school. Dude's, you know, helping out the helping out at the junkyard. Like, yeah. probably better off left alone. I don't know. And uh, Sue doesn't go. She has to man the controls. And it's just, it's like they are all firing up this machine. And the fact that an experiment like this could be done under the cover of night with like, there's no security and there's no yeah. like, you know. The alarm's going off at 4 a.m. Like, hey, the machine got activated. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they go to this other dimension. They plant the U.S. flag. And we see the river of green energy. And I said, it's worth mentioning. We're 40 minutes into this movie, and this is the first interesting thing to happen. Yes. So there's like this big earthquake or something, but the green river is like going crazy. Doom falls into the energy. The others try to escape. This was very weird, but Johnny's pod catches fire and Ben's is pelted with rocks. It's like, okay, that's strange. <laughs> like, was Reed's Odd pelted with, like, rubber bands? That. Like, what, how does... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, uh... And then, like, the, the, the energy comes through the machine and then hits Sue. It's like, you know... Come on. <laughs> That's so terrible. Yeah. Then we cut to Area 57, location classified. Like, why not just say Ooh. Area 51? Yeah, come on. So stupid. So we see Reed is all stretched out on this table, and Sue is, <sighs> yeah, Sue is going in and out of being invisible. Johnny's on fire. Ben's a rock man. And they tell Ben... Hey, Come on now. That's true. But they tell Ben, like, he's like, how do I fix you? We can, how do we fix this? And they're like, well, you have to do what we say. And he's like, just tell me what I need to do. Then, cut to a year later, the government is using them as a military team, except Reed, he left. Cause, which is yeah. funny. Like, he leaves, he goes back to visit Ben, and they do, like, a big reveal of Thing, but it's like, you already revealed Thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was so stupid. Like, I remember watching that, like, are they trying to build this up as, like, a big reveal? But it's like, we already just saw him in the previous scene. Yeah. 
Anyway, later on, they find Reed. They send uh, Ben after him. I'm a said thing. I can't say that. They don't ever call him that. And Reed does use his powers to take out a few guards, which is like the first fighting we see, which is at a minute, or sorry, an hour, five minutes into the movie. Yeah. Um, it's not a lot, but it's something. And Ben just comes up to Reed and headbutts him, and he's like, we're not friends. And uh, he takes him back to Area 57, and Reed's like, oh, I'll fix this. And Sue gives Reed a pep talk about fixing this. This, this didn't make sense. I didn't understand this part. Like, Reed ran away for some reason, and then he says he tells Ben on the flight back to Area 57 that I'll fix this. And then Sue needs to give him a pep talk about how he needs to fix this. <laughs> like, you just told Ben you'd fix it. Yeah. But you also yeah. ran away, implying you didn't want to fix it. And now Sue needs to give you a pep talk to fix it. I don't know. He, he ran. He ran so far away. But he couldn't get away. Nope. So Reed fixes some stuff and uses the machine to send the team to the other dimension. Not not the foursome, but uh, another team. And But there's a heat signature approaching, and it's human. And, oh, man, it's Doom. But he appears injured. He's limping. And they bring him back, and his skin is, like, metalish, but with green veins. Yeah. But he looks like a burn victim. It's like black metal. I don't know. Yeah. It looked bad. Um, and they talk to, or, uh, Dr. Harvey, he talks to Doom, and he kills all the scientists because he thinks that they want to destroy his new home, and Dr. Storm, uh, finds Doom, and Doom says that he's the higher power now, and he's gonna create a world, which, uh, definitely the Easter egg for Secret Wars, coming out 11 years later, that was the, uh, that was the, the Easter egg. Yeah, just like just like <laughs> Peter Parker with that little boy in Iron Man. Wait, what? I said just like Peter Parker was that little boy in the first Iron Man. No, of course not. That's uh, Ironheart. Or no, Whatever. I'm, no, I meant uh, Iron Man. Iron Man 3. That'll be the next Iron Man. Just this random kid. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... Doom uh, kills Doctor Storm, teleports back to the other world, and he opens a portal between the worlds and begins sucking everything into it, like a big portal in the sky. I'm like, God, we just saw this in uh, Dude. Big Hero 6. <laughs> Dude, you're going to see portals in the sky for, like, I know most of the 2016 filmography. We've already seen a lot of them. We have, uh, we but saw it, in the it never clicked until just now when I was like, God, I just saw this in Big Hero 6. You see it a lot, man. We will see it a lot. We need a portal in the sky yeah. tracker. It is a trope that all of Hero Cinema, and Marvel was guilty of it too, relied on for way too long. Yeah. Hell, you could argue they still use it to this day, like the first sign of trouble. Oh, my God, there's things happening in the sky. Like, we just saw a multiverse of madness. Like, yeah. Well, Doom then battles Reed, Sue, and Ben. Doom buries Ben under rocks, sucks Reed into the planet's surface, and closes Sue's force field around her. 
But they all break free and knock Doom into the big hole. Uh, then Reed says, we need to work together. And then he uses like his stretch power to punch Doom, which is like the one, yeah. the other bit of stretching he does in the movie. Why didn't Doom just like stretch him out with telekinesis? I don't know. Why didn't Doom blow off all their heads like he did the other people? <laughs> so they work together. Right, I, was just, okay, I was just throwing a stray at uh, <laughs> Multiverse of Madness there. I know. Uh, at uh, Johnny, or uh, they knock, they punch, the punch, or thing, or, sorry, Ben, punches Doom into the portal, and then, I don't know what happened, Johnny drops the energy field on Doom, something, I don't know. Anyway, it disintegrates them, and they go back to Earth, so what a great villain. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they get a government, they get, sorry, they get the government to give them a new office building, which they, at first they're like, no. And then Johnny's like, say yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, that's all it took? Kind of negotiating right. is that. Um, so they have a building, it's full of labs called Central City. Reed's like, or they, and they're joking, and he's like, oh, you know. I'm the human torch and uh, we didn't ask for this man thing to come around. It's like, Oh, that's why we're calling him that thing. And then Reed's like, we need a name. And they're like, yeah, I guess. And then B Reed's like, you know, Ben, we've come a long way since the garage. And Ben's like, yeah, it's fantastic. Which is like a really weird response to that. But say that again. He's like, I said, yeah, it's fantastic. And then Reed says, I got it. Roll credits. <laughs> title card yeah. that's the movie is there a post credit scene nope there was a planned sequel obviously didn't happen so mm -hmm. and one of the few Marvel films across all studios that did not have a Stanley cameo Stanley's like I ain't doing this <laughs> Stanley's like screw that Stanley should have been the teacher or should have been like the science fair instructor yeah for sure Ooh, what are we what are we giving this one? I was gonna go two, but after the review and you going through the plot once again, this movie didn't need to happen. You got that this right. This was such a waste. This was such a waste. Like there's nothing. The like I said, the only redemption I give this is like they showed how useful Reed can be in combat for 15 seconds. That's it. I'm going to give this a one and a half. Oof. Yeah, this uh, this movie has two problems. It's called the uh, the last half hour and the first, uh, what, we'll say uh, hour, ten minutes. <laughs> the, the, well, let's start with the last half hour. So we finally get to the big climax with Doom. And because the first hour, 70 minutes took forever. We had to rush, and it's like, Doom just comes up out of nowhere, and he's all of a sudden evil, because Victor Von Doom was, like, we were told he was a dick, like, by the board members earlier, but, like, when we saw him, he yeah. was completely normal. He wasn't a, a dick to read at all, but he spends a year yeah, on this... Like, like the harshest he got is when, like, 
you could tell he was jealous that Reed somehow was hitting it off with Sue. Yeah. And he's like, you need, to, you need to focus on the mission. And like, that's the worst you got of him before he started rampaging later on in the film. Yeah. And he spends a year on this planet. And now he's like, Oh, I'm a God and I want to build my own world. Like what? Um, and then they have a half-assed battle, which is lame. We don't get to see much, Reed do much of anything. We we see Thing do some stuff, but not a lot. We don't get to see Human Torch hardly at ever, hardly at all. Uh, Sue does some force fields a little bit, and then the first hour, ten minutes, it's so long telling this story. And when they finally get to it, it's like the movie's almost over. And you got to rush everything. And uh, I don't know. I mean, there's been three Fantastic Four movies, not counting the one that's on YouTube, which I would love to review one day. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> uh, I'm 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 kind of worried for the. I mean, I'm I'm sure Disney has a better head on their shoulders than Fox, but. Uh, I don't know. Fantastic Four is tough because the powers, the origins, they don't make a lot of sense why each four people get different powers. And so I don't know. We'll see. It's uh, they're gonna, They got their work cut out for them. I mean, Fantastic Four is great. They're iconic and everything, but uh, they just don't translate well to movies. But we'll see. Maybe they will. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, oh, I'll give this a, uh, who <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. Um, eh, eh, I'll go one and a half as well. Score Gami. Nice. So nice. Yeah. It's, it's boring. It's, it's long. It's boring. It's doesn't need to exist. And it didn't lead to anything like you. No. Yeah, I don't know. They got the work cut out for them. But uh, I just realized when they do the the next Fantastic Four movie, there will be four Reed Richardses. Maybe that'll yep. be in the Secret Wars. All four Reed Richards will come back. <laughs> yes. Yes. Who Who showed more? Reed Richards in this movie, or John, <laughs> the Reed Richards, Jim? Jim Halpert in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I mean, credit where it's due. Now, granted, this one had a lot more screen time, but he did just a little bit more than like telling Wanda to shut her stupid mouth and uh, <laughs> stretch his arm. I did think, uh, I, 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 for a brief second, I thought that Doom was doing that to Reed. And I'm like, don't, hey, you don't tell what? me that's where you they got what? that from. You know what? To hell with it. I I have something that I have to get off my chest. Okay, uh, People want to, you know, ride the dick of Marvel. Oh. And they've been doing it for years. For years. Okay, and they've been putting out a lot of good stuff. But let's acknowledge when a turd is a turd. Okay, that inclusion of the Illuminati and Multiverse of Madness was freaking stupid. Okay, and the fact that they they're just they're brought in and they're fodder and they're dead 
within five minutes. Dumb. And the fact that Reed Richards, quote unquote, the smartest man alive, sees a woman who is covered in the motor oil of, you presume, all the Ultrons at the uh, the building and is just like, let's talk her down. What? I don't know, man. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we'll get it to- doesn't make any sense we'll- whatsoever. <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, and you know what? No, 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 no. This needs to be said. Okay. It, it needs to be said now because – and he's like, oh, no, Black Bolt has, like, a power that can, like, kill someone, like, immediately. Let me just tell her. <laughs> Stupid. Well. I know we're going to talk about this movie in a year or whatever, but – Yeah. Like I said, let's acknowledge when a spade is a spade. Let's not dick ride. Let's not be brand loyal about these things, okay? Marvel is capable of making mistakes too, guys. I'll re- I'll 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 uh I'll talk about it when we get to it. But uh, all right, we got uh, you can disagree. You no. can disagree if you want. That's fine. I just I I'm not it, agreeing it, or disagreeing right now. I just I it, don't get to it, it when we get to it. It cannot go unsaid. Well, we still got a. Uh, we got the final, what you call it, the final movie of the phase, whatever phase we're in, phase five, I think, phase four. I think we're in phase four. That'll be Wakanda forever, so that's uh, less than yeah. a month. Uh, well, way less than a month. That'll actually be, uh, what, that's 11-11, so, yeah, like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, from something today. like that. So. Yeah, less than three weeks. Either I, way, I, two weeks from to oh, uh, two weeks from tomorrow. There's rumors. I've 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 literally in the same day read a rumor that's like Doctor Doom all but confirmed for the end credit scene of Wakanda Forever, and then I read another one where it's like don't expect Doctor Doom to show up in Wakanda Forever. So <laughs> I have no clue. Uh, the one thing I did want to run by you is a rumor. I like this personally. Doctor yeah. Doom played by Adam Driver. I like it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For sure. But uh I don't know. We'll see if he shows up and I mean I I can't wait till that uh scene that argument he has with Sue Storm and he's like, Every day I wake up and I hope you're dead <laughs> Uh oh, But man. yeah Go watch America if someone gives you an ultimatum of two movies, a marriage story or multiverse of madness, watch a marriage story. I'm just saying. All right. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I feel like doom. I feel like doom will show up in Wakanda forever. If it's the last movie of the phase four, why you gotta, you know, you gotta, I mean, I get, you gotta you go with to a bang, use... right? I mean, I suppose, but, what does he relate to that film at all, you know? Well, the rumor is that he's gathering vibranium for some reason. I mean, everybody gathers vibranium in Wakanda. Uh, that's the thing, right? Yeah. But that's the that's the thought, is that he might be gathering vibranium in Wakanda or something. And maybe he'll just be men. I mean, look, if he if he's not in it because they haven't figured out a cat, if they haven't decided mm-hmm. on who's playing him... I don't know. Marvel's really, really tight-lipped about everything. You have to decide to close the Shazam route, even go into the building. Um, they could just go the Shazam route and uh, just show like his chest down. Yeah, I mean, they could do something like, um, 
what was uh what was it uh, Man of Steel where like you saw the LexCorp truck in the background like you could do something like oh look it's a Doom logo like something yeah I think but uh, I don't know we'll see he's supposed to be the him and Kang are the big villains in the Secret War and obviously in the Kang Dynasty is Kang but I think Secret War is gonna be Doom so I gotta introduce him here at some point might as well be mm-hmm. uh, the end of Black Panther, because I think, uh, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that relates to the movie that we're talking about. Yeah. Plus, Yeah, you know. for sure. But it, Let's it, get it, out of here. I was going to say, it could be Adam Driver. I mean, they kept uh, they kept John Krasinski under wraps with MB and Reed Richards, so. Yeah. They're, they're, they're good about keeping secrets, I will say that. There's no, uh, and, and there's way more uh, Dave Meltzer's uh, investigating Marvel movies than there are actual Dave Meltzer's investigating wrestling. Yeah, no, and, you're and right. They, they still can't get any good scoops, like, you know. But anyway, uh, there's a lot of great lines from this movie to choose from. I can't wait to see which one you pick. Is there? <laughs> Is there? Yeah, you could talk about how music's a pattern, or, uh, I don't know, it's clobbering time as you hit your brother, but not, like, playful hitting, like, you're an abusive family? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, How about Ben Grimm punches Victor? It's clobbering time! Now 